That was the nickname for your grandfather when you were growing pap up? Pap and pap, pap and pap, pap, pap. Mine was a pappy. Pappy? <laughs> Mine was pappy. Pappy makes me think of somebody fishing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, roaches. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? a piece of wax falling on a termite who's choking on the splinters welcome to thrifty secondhand shopping for worm people thank you for downloading the show hopefully you sub- sub- subscribe to the show i'm your host toddy toddy tondera and before we get into the episode today uh in in 2020 the year of our lord thrifty is nominated as uh could be the best podcast in pittsburgh via the city paper and um, I'm super excited about the whole thing. And I, if you think that Thrifty deserves to be the best podcast in Pittsburgh, there's a way that you yourself could vote for it. If you go to bit.ly backslash thrifty2020, thrifty all caps. So bit.ly backslash thrifty2020. Thrifty's got to be in all caps, but check out some other of the podcasts that are listed and a lot of other uh, Pittsburgh-related awards being given away. But if you think that I uh, deserve award and what we do deserves an award, that's that's what you do. I know somebody who deserves an award. God. Uh, second below God. Mario Lemieux. Okay, so third below God. DJ Lil. Fourth below God. Hi, I'm Shane Becker. Shane Becker, fourth below God. Brick body Shane Becker. Welcome back to the show. Howdy doody. We uh did our normal today. Did a little listing. I went and went, peed in a cup. Yeah. Did a show our ass a little bit. I peed in a cup for a little drug test. Yeah. Came back with some boneless wingies. Yeah. Um, did you uh did they check the toilet after you after you no. peed? They just seemed fine with everything. Oh, sick. Okay. Honestly, I could have went in there with fucking cow urine. I would have been fine. <laughs> I went in, closed door. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. That I, was the first pee test I've ever taken. See, that's that's breaking news to me. First pee test you've ever taken. Yeah. That's... My, eyes, definitely, my eyes are definitely bigger than they... Well, I'm not like 28,000 years old. Wow. I'm a little okay. baby. <laughs> No, but we came back, had a little boneless wing action, mm-hmm. watched our, our slowly becoming a staple in this household, our sausage videos. Yeah, we're watching, uh, Shane has been putting on these sausage videos. And it, a man, he just makes sausage out of whatever. 
And we've seen him make sausage out of a Denny's Grand Slam. An entire fish. An entire fish. We've seen a Little Caesar's pizza get, get grinded up and put into a sausage. Bloom and onion. And he cooks it and he eats it right there on the stove. And he just has fun. Would yeah. you say your favorite part is when he blows the excess out of the sausaging tube? Uh, the blowing the excess out of the sausaging tube was not bad. Um, my favorite part, actually, is to see um, the completed sausage. Because sometimes those casings, they pop off. And you learned something today. Yeah. Um, so if you're making sausage, you don't want anything to explode. You put little holes in it. But I didn't know that was like a not-known thing. Well, I... Yeah. Don't make sausage. Yeah, I don't make sausage. You make hot dogs, yeah. but they don't need poked. Yeah, I, I've never, in memory, I've never made sausage in my life. You've never had like a bratwurst? I, I've eaten sausage. Oh, you've never made it. I've never it. like, yeah, I've never made it. Interesting. Yeah, kielbasa. Okay. Uh, fucking chorizo. Yeah, a little What's of that. What's another sausage? A little of that. Uh, I don't know. Put a, little, what put, we, a, put a little honey in the pan for the kielbasa. What? Yeah, put a little honey in the pan. What okay. kind of fake Polish shit is that? Wow. Okay. What kind of fucking poser ass well, McKeesport Polish ass wow, shit is that? Wow, wow. Calling me out on my, my small town heritage. Yeah. Small town heritage. A lot of Italians in McKeesport. Well, I'm not one of them. I said this yesterday. It's crazy how there's so many Italians here because they're just fascists. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. They just are like, oh, we hate it here. So we're going to come here and be fascists now. Yeah. And it's then tough. Well, it's not tough. Growing up in, in the household that I grew up in, yeah, it was uh, Hungarian and Polish, mm. but mostly just Polish. Mostly just Polacks. So none of, yeah, so uh, pierogi is what we ate. Pierogi. Yeah. That's like for the people that say uh, gnocchi instead gnocchi. of gnocchi. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, uh yeah, my grandmother's always uh, referred to pierogi as as, as pero- like pierogies or pierogi. I hate that you yeah. keep saying it like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's insane because the only reason it why it sounds I like know, you're underwater. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like, and so that's what she would call it because when I was growing up, I'd have to associate that word with pierogies. Interesting. And so after a while, I would have to use that word. Interesting. Because you get to a certain age where you have to use the proper word. Is Poland cold? Ah. Is it known for being cold? No. No? No. Seems like a cold place. It's cold. I'd imagine going to Poland and it's being gray the whole time. It's cold, but it's not like... Everyone um, looks like sheets of paper. Yeah, you don't like look it up on Wikipedia and in fourth sentence it goes, it's kind of cold. It's pretty fucking cold. It's cold here. Wear a coat. Wear a hat. <laughs> Wear a coat. Wear a hat. Hat. <laughs> We're wear, talking about hats today. Wear a hat. Hot on the snaps, uh, both into the microphone and on the backs of these motherfuckers. Oh, he said motherfuckers on the airwaves. Yeah. You're wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat today, too. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about hats this episode. So the first act today uh, of our uh, where we're putting together our curated uh, thrift haul, it's all hats that are on sale via the Brick Body Kids or the hats we are wearing on our literal heads. Our little baby heads. And then for Act 2 today, uh, Shane and I are going one-on-one. Uh-oh. Uh, Hot Shots Golf 4, talking about staples in this household. Uh, PlayStation 2, Hot Shots Golf 4. I don't know if we've done a recording of it before. No, I don't know if we've done it completely sober either. No, um, and I am. The so same. that could be very good because I could not. terrible. I could not. I've shot a plus. 
you shot a 37. plus 13 and you were gone though last yeah, time. Yeah, I can't play things uh, not sober. Um, so I will be doing, we will be doing that uh, for Act 2 and then Act 3, Vintage versus Modern. Right? That's where we're going to add up all the points that we collect in this episode and see who wins the episode. So uh, let's get right into it. Let's get into our first act here. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen at all. But it has always been at the core. And for new listeners too thrifty something you've never seen before we put together a curated thrift haul and then we associate multiple choice questions with our item that we found and we ask those questions to the other people the, uh, the other persons or people on the show and uh see if we could collect some points win some points via those questions and then going into act three it's when we try to put them all, all on the line uh so our first find today was Actually, it's actually pretty captivating because it's a one of a one of a kind cap. piece. Captivating, hat stuff. Captivating cap. Uh, we're looking at one oh five nine VX dad cap, vintage nineties, and this cap was uh, custom bleached by Shane Becker, fourth under God himself. One oh five nine the X only plays divorced dad music. The funny thing about that is, is my dad, who is divorced, loves the X. <laughs> Sick. He loves the X. Now, so uh, when my dad lived in the house I grew up with, and also post him living there, he would have a boombox, a big thick black boombox. And he would sit on the unfinished back porches of several of his houses. And he just listen to Third Eye Blind. No, that was that was kind of more my thing. He listened to literally what was whatever was on the X at they that. They play moment. Third Eye Blind now. It's like gotten to the point now where it's like that's like, oh, twenty years ago alternative music. That's what we play on the X. And you know, I'm a big Third Eye Blind fan. Yeah, which is an interesting. Uh, you part. come off as such. What? You're either you're either a third eye blind fan or a Matchbox Twenty fan. Oh, that's that's two bands in two different categories. I know, but like that's just the that's the way the news goes. Damn! Wow, just burying me. Great. Um, so uh, currently, what one hundred five nine the X is headline in being? If you go to their website, it says one hundred five nine the X radio home of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is true. Um, we so talked about 3WS the last time I was on. That was the old home of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Right. And so they tout uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins live there at their radio their station. Their biggest pole. And, uh, but it is under WXDX FM, and it's listed alternative rock station based in Pittsburgh since October 2006 has been the flagship station of not only the Pittsburgh Penguins, but alternative rock music. Since 2006, they've been the home of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Gotcha. Since 1996 okay. is when they switched to 105.9 The X. Gotcha. So on April 10th, 1996, WXDX moved to 105.9. And then in 2006, that's when they became the home of the Penguins. And said, so get out of here. Uh, what, what was the station before it? 3WS. <laughs> get out of here, 3WS. <laughs> get out of here. We got the penguins now. get out of here, you stupid idiots. Go play your oldies and listen to Lila. So 105.9, 
growing up, uh, so in the mornings it would have Howard Stern, and this is Toddy era. Howard so Stern is just. Oh my goodness! There's opinions there. There's just like sure he does so much that it's hard to like pin him down. Yeah, like like what's going on with Howard Stern? What does Howard Stern eat for breakfast? Probably a cold oatmeal. Cold oatmeal. That's what they used to call him in high school. Cold cold, mm. cold oatmeal. known cold oatmeal. Uh, but he it was like late nineties, early two thousands. So my dad would listen to the music part of it on the back unfinished porch. My mom would listen to it in the mornings, dropping my sister off and me off to school. And it had Howard Stern, and it also um, had this guy, Alan Cox. Mm. And he was like a known comedian in Pittsburgh at the time. And he started in 1999 doing afternoons, and then 2004, he did mornings. So he was like the after. He's the afternoon guy, so it was like, hey, it's Cox. I'm here till 5 today. Like, just typical, like, radio. Hey, hey, everybody. Cax. I'm on the radio. I'm a cool it's, guy. It's comedy hour. Yeah. <laughs> the Colgate comedy hour. Uh, and then there was also this dude back then, and uh, they called him Whipping Boy. Sounds like a uh, core figure. Yeah, a Whipping Boy. And he would do stuff called Pick of the Litter. And so what it would be like, at like 7 or 8 p.m. at night, they would actually play a decent song. Sick. One, like, it's just... I like, remember that. Yeah, Pick yep. of the Litter. Like, it was like a... So whether or not... What what the concept was there is, is they're going to play maybe a lower level yeah, rock they used to band. play like local dudes. Local, local dudes, people. stuff like that. And then they would they would listen to calls coming in. And people would choose to keep it in the uh, like keep it in the in the like the station's playlist or never hear from it again. Okay. And you'd hear some like banging songs on that, and you'd be like, "That's hype." And then you get like people calling in, like, "That's horseshit. <laughs> That's horseshit." <laughs> what do you get? What are Ian's guys doing down there at the radio station playing that yuppie garbage? Yeah. So there was a lot of. Very good songs on Pick of the Litter that were just cast out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember one in particular because I felt snubbed by it. Um, so VH1 had this show called Making the Band. Yep. That's not important. The winner of that show, they were their name was Flickerstick. Awful name. Flickerstick. That's awful. And they had a lead song called Coke. And it was about the drink. Can't be, I don't have any of that in my pee. There's no Coke For in those your pee. employing me, no Coke in there. That song, uh, I liked Flicker Stick at the time, being being in eighth grade. Sick. And that nothing like being thirteen. Nothing like it. And so on VH1, they won making the band. And then I heard one morning, like, "Hey, we're gonna play a song by Flicker Stick. They want to show." And you, and eighth you could, grade? Well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait till I get home and hear the song Coke by Flicker Stick. So I go home, I turn it on. Yeah. There it is, Coke by Flickerstick. They crushed it. Completely great song. And then, yeah, just people called in just, like, burying just it. Like, burying. I don't know what garbage this is, but this isn't This isn't what I people listen to. People just can't have fun anymore. Well, they couldn't have fun back when I was in eighth grade either. No but fun allowed. That was also the year of 9-11, so no one was oh, having fun. Oh, never, never, never forget. Um, But I noticed in the current lineup at 105.9 The X... I noticed that there is someone employed by the name of Whip now. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the Whipping Boy 
then is now just called whip and he's like an adult now gotta call in and ask they can't call him like whipping adult whipping whipping guy whipping adult is something whipping man yeah like whipping adult is something different i don't know so Sex. maybe maybe one one <laughs> maybe one night I'll just call up and be like, "Are you whipping boy? Are you the guy from the thing that long ago?" And he goes, "Yes or no," and then I just hang up. Yeah, that's fine. I was like, "Did I listen to you in eighth grade? <laughs> Were you the one that never played Flicker Stick ever again?" Yeah. And their hit song Coke. No, Whipping Boy's hat. Whipping Boy's hat. It is. It's a dad hat, so it's like for the shallow-headed folk. Cause I can't wear them because they make me look like a turnip. Yeah. I, I could probably get away with it. You have a shallow head. Tough. You're wearing one right now. Yeah. Like a strappy boy. I'm yeah. wearing a strappy boy that's like a John Daly size hat where my head looks like a toaster. Well, you're also a golfer just like John Daly. John Daly's crazy. But yeah. let's get back to radio stuff. Yeah, radio we'll stuff. Golfing a little bit. We have some golf heat coming up. Yeah, so um so it during that era is when they had to had to and they had uh, the button up X shirts with it. Yeah, so it had the X with it mm-hmm. and that, and that was it. Where and you then, could mistake them for probably a mechanic if you really wanted oh, to. That was that's kind of the the history of one hundred five nine the X, but it still to this day it is in Green Tree, which is just north of the city, but their tower is in the north side of Pittsburgh, so their tower okay. isn't even at their yeah. thing. So, um, so that was 105.9 The X. Home uh, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. The home of the Pittsburgh Penguins, the dad cap. And uh, I have a question for you, Shane, that it almost came up immediately in when I was talking about some information about this place. You almost got the answer out of me early. Gotcha. But I had to remember that it was a question that I was going to ask you. So here it is for one point. In April of 1996, WXDX traded 106.7 frequency to what radio station who then gave them 105.9? So who I th- think I might. This is so long ago that I don't think it's real. 1996. I know. But there's a radio station in Pittsburgh now named Whammo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whammo, local rap and hip-hop station. They have two channels. They have 100.1, and their secondary is 106.7. Yep. So that would be my guess if this wasn't 25 years ago. Sure. So um, lay it in on. Whammo, I think both both my car and your car play a lot of Whammo. When I want to turn the radio on, yeah, normally. It's that it, or just sports talk because I need background music or background sound to get mad at. Yeah. that's. I think that's an interesting Venn diagram there. Is yeah. because what I play in my car mm-hmm. is exactly what you play in your car. I play sports talk radio or whammo. I play sports talk just to make mean comments at the people that are talking. Because they're all garbage. Yeah. They're all dumb and silly. Mm-hmm. They were talking today about um, they're changing the name of a baseball field that was named after the police officer that threw Jackie Robinson out of a game. And the guy was like, I don't even know. We're at a point in time in these days where you could do something 70 years ago and people still remember it. I'm like, dude, that's yeah, a racist. That's a, that's a racist <laughs> cop. Crime. I just, I just don't understand. Well, if time goes – see, here's the thing with time. If if Time if, doesn't matter. Yeah. If you did something, you did something. Yeah. And it's learn, time to pay Learn up. that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being an idiot. Um. So, yeah. So uh, – 
April of 96, WDX, WXDX traded 106.7 to what radio station for 105.9? A, Hot 106 Whammo. B, 106.7 Kiss FM. C, Froggy 106. Or D, none of the above. They traded it to another station. Again, that's A, Hot 106 Whammo. B, 106.7 KISS FM, or C, Froggy 106, D, none of the above. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks here. So you had mentioned immediately Whammo, the thought of Whammo. I know, and you're even talking about it still, which makes me think it's a red herring. Because you just talked about how we listen to the same stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's Whammo. Um, I know vaguely of KISS's history, that's our local pop station. Mm-hmm. Um, could possibly be that. They were on 96-something for a while. They're on 96.1 now. Okay. Um, they could have been on 106.7, but I don't think. Mm-hmm. Froggy's what's interesting, because is Froggy still even a radio station? Current day? Yeah. I don't know, but I believe. Okay. Remember Froggy, Froggy radio station bumper stickers? Yeah, they used to be on 98.3. 98.3 Froggy. And the Yellow bumper sticker, green in, frog. What's in my head right now is that bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. And in my head right now, does that say Froggy 106 at some point in my life? Remember when you used to drive down 376 like towards Robinson? Yeah. Out of the city, and there used to be a big Froggy sign? Yeah. I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking, did that ever say one? There was a big, and that froggy sign was there for about I five know. years, I think. Whammo, because, oh, Whammo's plausible, but I don't think that they were even in the business at that point. Oh, they were. I know. I don't think yeah. they were that station. I'm going to say C, froggy, because I vaguely have an inkling that. I've seen a Froggy 106 something somewhere. So, uh, you went with C, Froggy 106. In April of 1996, WXDX traded 106.7 frequency to what radio station who gave them 105.9? You said C, Froggy. The correct answer is A, Hot 106 Whammo. And the interesting part about that is, is you answered that immediately, and you're like, yeah, they're at 106 right now. But you're like, that was years ago. But I like how you're breaking down my own answer well, it, consulting me at this point. I understand it, but you knew what they're, what they're currently on. You know what they're currently on. I just on. didn't think they'd hold it for 25 years. So you think they would leave it and then... I come thought back. Like maybe they switched to 100.1 at some point. And then they got that back. just got it back and added it on. Okay. So, piss-ass vegetables. I didn't get any points. Not yet, but you still have another question for another we're, we're hat. We're keeping but it I, local. I, I, still, I still got a hat coming my way. I know. We're keeping it local. We're staying in Pittsburgh. More hat stuff. Always some Pittsburgh heat on this show. That's where we're from. That's what happens. Well, let's talk about golf. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about classism, huh? Sure. So uh, right now in front of me, I have a Neville Wood Country Club hat from the 80s. And you know it's from the 80s because of the way it is. That was a reference to something fun. If you know the reference, you know the reference. No, but you know it's from the 80s because it's that trucker style hat 
the inside of the cap has that like meshy sort of foaming stuff where they would normally put cardboard in new hats. It's like nylon. It's yeah, like nylon meshy yeah. thick stuff. Novawood. Uh right down the street from the bins where we go. Right really? Up the hill. Did you not know that? I don't think so. So you come down the street and you make the right. So the Goodwill the Outlet bins that we shop at. Right down the streets in Heidelberg, which yes. is a suburb of Pittsburgh. Um, the light where you make the right to go into Goodwill. Sure. You make a left and go up that hill. That's Nevillewood. Okay. okay. And so Nevillewood's one of those, okay. one of those areas in Pittsburgh where if you have money, and you want to spend it on a house that could be bought for one hundred fifty thousand dollars anywhere else in America. But goes for three million there. That's where you go. No wonder I don't know where it is. You drive. Well, I have a couple stories for you. Oh, Neville, Nevillewood stories. Nevillewood stories. So Nevillewood is one of those uh, communities. It's like as close to a gated community as you can get, but it's too big to be one. Um, okay. You drive through the main drag of it, and there's golf course on both sides. Like the biggest country club house I've ever seen. Looks like a fucking like pig slaughtering factory. Damn. Um, I used to back in my high school days smoke a little weed, and go see Christmas lights there. <laughs> okay, okay. So we, uh, okay. you know, do your thing. We'd normally smoke in the Ice Castle parking lot. Uh, Ice Castle. Oh, local I thought you meant you went rank. with your family. No, I went with my friends. <laughs> Smoke, <laughs> smoking up in the car. No, we would go to the Ice Castle parking lot. In the back, and we do whatever. Yeah. And then we drive to Nevillewood, and Nevillewood is just... It's not so much that they had good Christmas lights. It's that every house there is way too big. Like, you roll up, and the first house you see is what can only be described as a mansion. And I remember being there for the first time, just, you know, doinkered. Yeah. And... Just looking at everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's dark. It's like ten thirty. And the bigger the houses are, the farther or the farther you go into Nevillewood, the bigger the houses are. Oh, of course it would be that and way. You drive past like some of these houses and obviously your jaws on the ground because they're big ass houses. Um I remember we would we drove past you turn off the main drag and you go past like the country club house. And across the golf course on the right side, on a hill, it can only be described as a house the size of a barge. Like so, all this windows. is fifteen minutes away from where I currently live. Like not even, probably twelve. Wow! And I just didn't know it existed. It's a great place if you want to just be like, "Holy shit, there's some real fucking money heads out here." <laughs> but Nevillewood's considered to be like diet, bougie Pittsburgh. Okay. Because it's a lot of a lot of old money. So it's just old money. It's Pittsburgh. A lot of wrinkly dicks. Yeah. But, um, it just in general, not a place worth mentioning outside of getting high and gonna go look at the Christmas lights. And then also golf course. Yeah, and no, none of the which streets, is where the hat is from. None of the streets when you turn off the drag have an exit, so they're all dead end. So you're driving around this neighborhood at eleven o'clock at night, and people are turning their lights on. Like, why is this person doing this right now? Yeah. Um, well, I do part-time delivery. Have you ever delivered to Nevillewood? And that's why I'm saying I do part-time no, delivery, have, and I have they, never... They don't give a fuck about anything. I have never <laughs> delivered to this no, place. because no one del- orders delivery there. I bet you that's the least... There's so many pizza shops in Pittsburgh. 
no one's probably ever gotten a pizza delivered there because they probably go pick it up because they have cars. Okay. And it's a bunch of old heads. Yeah. They're not eating much. <laughs> They're just eating. <laughs> They're eating the fried air fish and, and butter. Yeah. Yeah. And pierogi. Pierogi. Oh, whatever. I Sounds hate that like shit. like you're underwater. <laughs> it does sound like you're underwater. Yeah. Half of the Polish language, if you just went and spoke English underwater, mm-hmm. that's Polish. Easy. <laughs> I'd assume the main demographic of Nemo, not Nemecolon, Nevillewood is Polish. Yeah. Um, a so lot you think of, if I just go there, start start throwing a pierogi around, they're like, oh, hey, Oh, yeah. Like, give me some butter and some halupki. Yeah. Um... So Nevillewood, it's a golf course. It was built in 1933 by uh, it's designed by a PGA player who we'll get into in a second. Whoa! Um, it, it's a golf course. I mean, all golf courses are different, but the same at the same time. It's designed in such a way where you're literally just next to houses the whole time. And when I go golfing, I can't do that. Like I don't have. A, the skill, and B, the confidence to golf next to a house and not yeah. crush it into someone's yeah. window. Yeah, and as you already mentioned, these houses aren't just a house No, either. they're McMansions. They're yeah. fucking huge. Um, actually, to even go on to the point of like turning into someone's driveway accidentally there, there's one street where you make a left and you just run into a gate. Like a big, like bougie, like, this is my house gate. Yeah. And it was we pull up and we're going to turn around and over the intercom you go and you hear who is it we're going what's going on why are these people talking to us didn't respond drove away and the worst part is the police station's right there so you're high you're on drugs and the police are next to you and you pull into someone's house what are you gonna do not good i don't know i've never played it novelwood because i'm not rich or important enough <laughs> um not yet huh but 1933 it was uh founded and built uh so it's been around for almost 90 years now um wow the hat we have was probably sold in that big ass building with all the smokestacks four chimneys just protrude out of that thing and it's just a box of a building you know what they said about the titanic too many chimneys and now it's in the ocean now it's in the in the it's bottom down of the down fucking down ocean. in the cold ass ocean so just a little but we talk foreboding we so yeah it's a golfing community it's a community where you live if you want to just waste your money on mm-hmm. stuff Let's get into the question, huh? Yeah. So as I said, Nevillewood Golf Course was designed or designed under other designs of a PGA Pro player. And it's the only course of that design by that specific player within 150 miles of the area. Ooh. So you draw a circle around Nevillewood, you aren't going to find another one for 150 miles. What PGA Pro player is the course designed from and around? Okay. A, Arnold Palmer. B, Jack Nicklaus. C, Ernie Els. Or D, nothing. Made them all up. Thank God I know who all those are. I did that just, you know. Yeah, just in case. VJ Singh. I was about to say, I know VJ Singh. I don't know any unknown golfers because I know golf. Uh, Phil Mickelson, VJ Singh. Uh, let's name some golfers I know. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. He's uh, a golfer. Jack yeah. Nicklaus, John Daly. 
Phil Mickelson. You've said Phil Mickelson twice now. Shit. That was the first name you said. Damn, I thought that would be a good one. What's that one guy's name? John Fry? Don Fry? I have no idea. Shit. Okay. Jason Day? I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, John Rom? No. I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about. But uh, who? what's the Neville? Who's the des- designer or des- like based off the design of other courses by this golfer? So A, Arnold Palmer. B, Jack Nicholas. C, Ernie Els. D, none of the above. I remember Ernie Els being pretty underrated growing up, and that's why I knew him. Um, Great golfer. Yeah, he's still around golfing. He's doing something. Um... Well, it's unfortunate, really, more, more so for you, that we're going to be playing Hot Shots Golf 4. And it's unfortunate you're going to lose. And I'm going to be winning that. So I want to make sure that I also get this question right so it has some extra pain built in. Um, Got to say, don't know the answer. I think it's either <laughs> Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicklaus. Um, I know Arnold Palmer... Uh, has some really great iced tea lemonade mix going on. He today. has quite a few courses. Yeah. And so uh, does Jack Nicholas. So um, is there any else? One of them is called the Golden Bear. The iced tea? The iced tea? No, yes. the Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicholas. I think one of them Jack is... Jack Nicholas has Golden Bear. It's lemonade with strawberry. I'm in just it. saying the, the, the nickname. Not, oh, not drink that's related. also a drink name. Yeah. Uh, one of them is the Golden Bear. That's Jack Nicholas. Yeah, so he's Jack Nicholas. Okay. And Arnold Palmer is just Arnold Palmer. My pap was a big Arnold Palmer fan. The Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, he was also a big Rush Limbaugh fan. Uh, not a Pittsburgh guy. So no little, awful person. Those are like his th- those were like his two faves. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this one for Pap Pap. I'm gonna go A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it for Pap. Put it on the line for Pappy. Yeah, I'm gonna put this one on the line for my Pappy. You were a Pap Pap guy? That was the nickname for your grandfather when you were growing Pap up. Pap and Pap Pap. Mine was a Pappy. Pappy. <laughs> Mine was Pappy. Pappy makes me think of somebody fishing. <laughs> 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 like with a, a the, the name Pappy makes me think of someone fishing with Or someone who's a steel worker. Yeah, steelworker fisherman. That they wear a hat. They wear a hat with a fishing hook. They call it, it the. They call it the cappy. Yeah. Well, the answer is B. Jack Nicholas. Wow! Damn it! I knew so, it was one of the two. As the uh, normal Shane and Toddy episodes go, no one gets any points ever. Damn it! Um, okay. So we're blank through the first set. All right. So we got two hats. We have one oh five ninety X hat, vintage nineties dad cap, bleached by Shane. We also have the Neville Wood cap, eighties with the mesh. So we're gonna we're gonna hit one that actually was not a th- well it was a thrift find once upon a time but it became a personal piece of mine that I have decided to sell it through the Brick Body Kids as of yesterday. So let's get on a plane and where are we traveling, Toddy? We're going pretty far away for this one. How far away? We're going to the Tokyo Dome. Oh, the to in in Japan. Yes. So this is we're looking at in front of us a snapback American Bull. 1996 San Diego Chargers versus Pittsburgh Steelers in the Tokyo Dome. Made by Reebok. Made by Reebok. Has a ginormous Reebok logo on the back, which I'm always a fan of. Yeah. Just big logos. It's one of those caps that um, it, it's just the, I want to say the perfect fit for my head. So I don't want to say the perfect fit, but the perfect fit for my head because I have hair. 
I have tons of it. <laughs> when you have hair. Well, I want to take back that I have tons of it. I have long hair. That's a lot of hair. Yeah, I have long hair. Um, but the American Bowl was a series of National Football League preseason exhibition games that were held at sites outside the United States between 1986 and 2005. And the league started the American Bowl series primarily to promote American football. They had a bunch in uh, Great Britain. They sure did. As I saw from some merch. And uh, so they wanted to promote American football in other countries. But in 2005, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said, no, 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 Roger no. Goodell fucking sucks. No, 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 Roger no. Goodell can kick rocks. No, 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 he said. He, sa- he said that uh, we're playing real, we're playing big boy games there. We're not playing exhibition games anymore. Oh, we're not yeah, because now they play in, like, yeah. big stadiums. So And then he also closed games. down NFL Europe for no reason. Um, instead focusing on playing regular season games in foreign countries rather than exhibition games. So this piece right here is not only rare because of what I've just mentioned, but it's also rare because there's not going to be any more American Bowls. They also had the World Football League around that time. Remember the World Football League that had no teams outside of the United States? Yeah, none, but it, it was just us. <laughs> there was one in Hawaii. It wasn't, and the field was gigantic. Yeah. Um, so, Silly. And then there was also arena football. That was a little the arena football f- rips. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun to go to. We used to have a team in Pittsburgh, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh uh, Power. And now the arena football league is gone forever. Uh, the Pittsburgh Power. I had season tickets. They too. were like eleven dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I. Yeah, you could buy a whole row. I went with weird enough Pittsburgh Power Arena Football. I had season tickets. I had one season ticket. I didn't have. Anyone who wanted to go with me to it. So I had, I went alone to most. A lot pits. of lonely popcorn. And then sometimes one of my teachers would oh, come. Oh, very one, fun. Yeah, one of my teachers would, would, would come along. I was looking at, um, while we were doing the listing for this set, some of the merchandise from the American Bowl. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. A bunch of bags. matchbooks. Um, you a see bunch the bags? Bags, yes. Matchbooks especially. They were like the single bar helmets. Mm-hmm. That was the shape of the matchbox, and then there was matches inside of it. Yeah, and this hat itself is a black hat with uh, red detail. Then the Tokyo Dome patch on the front. On the sides, each side has a, a helmet. I one, like a good tiny helmet. A good tiny helmet, good Chargers helmet on one side, Steelers on the back. And as Shane mentioned, a re- giant Reebok across the back. But no Reebok tags or anything. No. I mean, just who knows at this yeah, point, really? Who really knows? And yeah, but uh, they went on. The NFL went on to have games in London, Tokyo, Berlin, Mexico City, Toronto, Vancouver, Sydney, and a ton more. And Sick, a ton more. Honestly, imagine going to Australia to play football. Yeah, Australia kind of sucks. Um, the more and more I like deep well, dive into Australia. I mean, Slops is from Australia. Yeah, but there's like some interesting stuff that happens in Australia. Um, in if, terms of political stances, well, as terms of clowns, slops rips. Yeah, the slops best clowns is absolutely wonderful. The best clowns are from Australia. We're forgetting to mention that slops the clown uh, bought something from Big Body Kids recently. I'm gonna leave it secret as to what specifically it was. But if slops ever uh, takes a picture in said item, I would love. I would make it the cover art of an episode. That's oh my goodness. You got to think that's going to take a while to get there. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll <laughs> get it. He'll get it for the rainy season. He'll get it for the rainy season. Um, that happens there because it's like a desert kind, I think. So my question, 
for you, Shane, based on the American Bowl hat. Fourth under God. Uh, fourth under God. I will mention um, before I – and it will make tons of sense in a second. When, this, when I say D, none of the above, D means both of these parties listed as an answer. So there isn't, like, different matching couplets. It was either this or this or this or none. The San Diego Chargers beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 20-10 to 10 in the Tokyo Dome for the American Bowl in 1996. Who were the starting quarterbacks from each team? Okay. A, Cordell Stewart and the Sean Salisbury. B, Mike Tomzak and Stan Humphreys. C, Neil O'Donnell and Ryan Leaf. That one. Or D, none of these pairings. C was exactly what I was going to say. Really? I was going to even say it before you gave the answers, and I know you don't like that, so I held off. Yeah. Um. I know Ryan Leaf. That was Ryan Leaf's year. That was when he came in the little league. Uh, first overall, I think. Was Se- he? At second. Second overall. Um, him and Peyton went one one and one two. Yes. Uh, he highly touted quarterback. Did nothing. Got addicted to drugs. Got addicted to gambling. Got addicted to crashing his car. Got addicted to being a bad quarterback. And he's even had some issues like in the past. In like, its exhibition. Yeah. Throw the young guy out there. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Showcase him. What Ryan Leaf was supposed to do to the San Diego Chargers is what Peyton Manning did to the Colts. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, what you expect with the second pick overall. I'm firmly saying C. I didn't even listen to all the other answers. I was just waiting to hear that specific answer. And there it was. That was it. So, once again, the San Diego Chargers beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 20-10 to in the Tokyo Dome for the 1996 American Bowl. Who were the starting quarterbacks for each team? A. Cordell Stewart and Sean Salisbury. B. Mike Tomzak and Stan Humphreys. C. Neil O'Donnell and Ryan Leaf. Or D. None of these pairings. Shane had said C. Neil O'Donnell and Ryan Leaf. The correct answer is B. Mike Tomzak and Stan Humphreys. Did we get rid of... Neil O'Donnell after the Super Bowl. We sure did. That was what was sticking in my mind. Too. And Ryan Leaf wasn't drafted for another few more years. Really? 1996? Was it 99? It was like 98 or 99. Yeah. Okay. So you got one on me. Mm-hmm. I was really confident in that just because that was what I was feeling. Obviously, I do that way too much where I just say, you know, that's what I'm feeling. Well, Stan Humphreys was the quarterback for the San Diego Chargers for a long time. I have no knowledge of the Chargers before the year 2002, probably. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, But, yeah, Ryan Leaf was, like, late 90s. Yeah, so I was going for familiarity there. That is cool, though, that you did have an opinion. I was literally going to say Neil O'Donnell and that boy right away. That's an important thing. Always have an opinion. Yeah, except when you're from Australia, because normally it's bad. It's bad. So, (laughs) unfortunately... I'm so sorry, slops. Unfortunately, you did not get this one correct. Unfortunately, this is shaping up to be a defensive grudge match as it normally is with us. So there is one more hat, but normally this hat is a, a little bit right different. Here. This hat's a oh. little bit different than most hats. So we're going to be talking about Walt Disney. Ooh. No Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Voted most likely to be a cop in high school, probably. Mickey the Mouse. Known rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a 80s. Love the 80s garb we got going on today. Uh, Walt Disney World Visor. 
And what's special about this visor is it's like it's a common trend in like 70s and 80s visors for them to just be made out of towels. Uh, it's like sweatband material, like LeBron James sweatband material. Uh, it just says Walt Disney on it, old Walt Disney logo, a little bit of blue trim, white everything else, really big band, elastic band that you couldn't fit around the mannequin head when we went to take a picture of this. Would you say this would fit a normal person? It would. Let's um, put it on. Here's here's the interesting thing Let's about this. It's just head. it has a little stretch. It has a little stretch to it. Is the thing. Keep going. Okay. Fill this in while I put this on. Oh, well, I was worried about the phone making making noises. No, okay. Get out of here. Yeah. That's all the way over there now. <laughs> okay. So Shane's going to put put on the the hat. Does it fit or is no. it no? no. <laughs> Holy cow! It doesn't. It, it doesn't even fit around my glasses ass face. Oh my god! I thought it was just a band. It's like someone with a bowling ball for a head wore this for a it while. It looks so crazy <laughs> on you. Like I can't really s- describe it. Like it looks like it's not there for some reason. It looks like it's photoshopped on your head <laughs> because, because it's not like on. Because it, it's not form fitting your head. It's, yeah. Where is this a mask? Where is it as a a virus mask? Yeah, over your old stuff always smells the same. Yeah. Where do you think they keep old stuff? Where do you think this visor was for a while? Old Tupperware, probably. Tupperware, you know, I have already dunked that. Yeah, I know, and it still smells like old. I've dunked that. It's I love been, it. It's been dunked. I'm gonna take this off my neck. Yeah. Um. So Walt Disney. So Walt Disney. Let's talk about. Walt Disney's pop culture <laughs> references. Uh, You're sitting with your legs up in that hat in a way that you just look like a, like a giant baby. I am baby. <laughs> I am big baby. Um, I'm thrown off of my grind now. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. So you have a Walt Disney question for me, maybe? Not yet. We're not still yet. talking. All right, well, are we going. going? Are we going too long? No, Is we're not. We're saying? going fine. We're on. I a was good just pace. trying to get you on track. That's I all. am on. Pa- okay. I'm on track. Okay. We had a little detour back. Now. All right. Uh. Give me some places where you've seen Disney or Mickey Mouse referenced outside of Disney or Mickey Mouse. Like clothes? Anything. Amusement parks? South Park, the, the TV series? Oh, you mean that Anything. kind of stuff. Anything, yeah. Mickey is in literally everything at some point. Mickey is on bootleg t-shirts. I love bootleg Mickey merchandise. We Once have it, some. Yeah. Um, we have some. I've always been a fan of the keychains that have Mickey Mouse with like your name on it. I could never find Shane, so I was opted for Sean. I did that a few but times. But you did buy it, though. I did. <laughs> um, that's wild. That's what happened. They just never have Shane stuff at Disney. I've only been to Disney one time, hated it. I've never been it's to Disney. It's just not worth it. There's too many people. It feels like I'm going to get kidnapped the whole time. Yeah. Um, at Disney, to be a Disney princess person at the park... Did you know that, like, they look specifically for people that could be any of the princesses? That's... Gotta think there's a little brown face going on. Yeah. Gotta think there's something, something suspicious in that Nazi corporation. Or some type Yeah, it's of just bad. Yeah. You know? Imagine Disney in, like, the 50s. My God. Probably a hellhole of racism. Imagine it now. Hellhole racism. So imagine then. That's one of those places you can buy one of those big turkey legs. Yeah. You ever have a big turkey leg? Uh, I have seen a, uh, uh, I, get, I bet you in early 20-somethings, late teens, 
uh, dressed up as Gaston. Sick. Eating a turkey leg. Sick. At Walt Disney. But I, I wasn't at Walt Disney, you but I watched a video. You could see yourself doing that. Oh, okay. I watched a video of Gaston doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I eat turkey legs all the time. What is Gaston from? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Really? He's the bad guy in Beauty and the Beast. Really? I always just thought he was a throw-in character for something. No. So Beauty and the Beast, yeah, basic, the basic premise of that is there's a uh, a woman from town who has an overprotective father. So she doesn't do anything, and she wasn't taught anything whatsoever because he's like, you're my daughter. You don't need any of that stuff. And she used to be like, Dad, I want to learn. I wanna Dad, what the fuck is oatmeal? Yeah. Like, what's he, going on and here? And she's like, I want to read books. What's and a casserole? He's like, you can't – you don't need books. What are books? Books of what have books how, ever? How many words do you really need to know? You yeah. don't need the book. So basically, this this like macho hunk guy, his name's Gaston. He hangs out with like basically a bunch of straight guys, and they just drink beer. So everyone in the Pittsburgh alternative scene. Yeah, basically. And so he rolls up like, Belle, I'm going to take you away from your crazy father. Let's go to Lawrenceville and get sushi. I know a place. And Do you want to go to Hambones and smoke a cigarette? And you, that's where he takes her, Hambones, yeah. to smoke a cigarette. And meanwhile, there's this beast guy who comes and he's like, you know what? I'm a beast. I'm going to start kidnapping people, too. <laughs> I'm going to kidnap people, too. There's regular people kidnapping people. I'm, I'm just going to be do it better because yeah. I have teeth. I have a castle. I'm a lion. So he then Is he a lion? He's a beast. It's okay. never really no, so he takes, he takes Bell, he takes Bell to his castle and says, "Look, I'm taking you to Hambones. I'm lonely as fuck. <laughs> you don't have to touch me, but definitely hang out with definitely me. Definitely come sit in the graveyard with me. Yeah, definitely hang out with have me. Have a <laughs> Have a picnic with me. But don't go in the West Wing. He's like, do not go in that wing. Anything else is yours. We don't have to be physical, but yes, I kind of own you as property. What's and, in the West Wing, Toddy? Um, it's a rose. Oh. And it's a rose slowly wilting. And what has happened is, is there's a curse. The beast used to be a regular man. Yeah. And then the curse made him into a beast. And if he doesn't fall in love before the rose wilts, he'll be a beast forever. Oh, it's like Shrek, but with more steps. Yeah. So she's like, oh, he brought me here to like maybe fall in love with him because he's not trying to be a beast. So she's like, okay, I'll consider falling in love with you. So then they fall in love, and then he's just like, but I'm a beast. And then Gaston shows up, and he's like, I'm fucking pissed at this (laughs) because he's just like, I'm the alpha male of the town. And you're going to be with a beast. Who's also an alpha male in some other form or fashion. So basically, the beast just, he has to kill Gaston, so he does that. Does um, he actually? Yeah, like he tosses him off a cliff. A lot of cliff stuff in Disney. Yeah, a lot of tosses him off a cliff. So then, Belle fell fell in love with him after he did the murder. (laughs) So then he turns into a normal man, and then all the appliances who were also... Oh, yeah, there's, like, a talking, like, yeah. knife holder or something. <laughs> yeah. There's Lumineer, the candle. Okay. There's a guy that's a clock. Okay. And Is so there a anyone, guy that's, like, an oven mitt? So, basic, yeah. Sick. So, basically, all those people who were furniture, who were turned into furniture all those years ago. Just their furniture now. Or, or actual people. Oh, for real? So, yes. Imagine spending your whole life as, like, an armoire, and then you turn into a skinny white man. Well, how about spending your, your whole life as a skinny white man for maybe about 18 years, 
Then you get turned into an armoire for about 20 years. And then at the end, you get turned back into who you used to be. Because he hasn't left the house. He's a fucking cabinet. No, so he, the Beast had to fall in love. And if the Beast fell in love, then the curse would be over. So all his friends that were furniture got turned back into people. And then he got turned back into a regular man and then married Belle. Sick. Um, you know what character I've always hated? Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I fucking hate him. What were you going to say? Um, Prin... Let, dr- did a did a mailbox drop? Oh, wonderful! Okay. When Prin does the mailbox drop, Prin has um, King Prin has done a mailbox drop so for us Prin, during this time of COVID. This, I don't know if you listen. Thanks. Yeah. Um. But back to Mickey Mouse. Hate him. Yeah. There's just nothing I like about Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Do you have any opinions? Um. Any thoughts? I will admit, as a teenager, I did think Mickey Mouse was cool. Because Interesting. Because my favorite movie was The Outsiders. Okay. And they used to wear vintage Mickey Mouse tees. Hard. That I used to love. I have always, I don't know if it was like a scared thing or a trauma thing or both. Any, like, I lived in, I grew up in the age where Disney Junior or whatever it was called was on the rise. And you had your bangers. You had your roly poly oly. You had the big yellow monster guy with his friend. And then Mickey Mouse Clubhouse would call him on, and I'd turn it off. I'd get mad. Yeah. I would just get mad. See, I just saw Mickey Mouse and other things before I cared about Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And it was in my favorite movie, so I was like, i got to get a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. I've just never been a Disney guy. Always been a Pixar guy. I know they're now the same thing. Yeah. But I was always like a Pixar movie guy. Love my bug's life. Love the Toy Story action. B, you, you like Jerry Seinfeld as a oh, B. He said B. Uh, did I send you that weird picture? Wally, of, uh, what, I'm sure. Yeah. Your big Wally. No, guy. I hate Wally. Wow. I think Wally's one of the worst movies ever. It's 45 minutes of nothing, and then it's like, you're fat because you don't do anything. And then Wally's like, okay, this movie's now 2002 A Space Odyssey. I got to save the ship from this really angry steering wheel. I really like Wally. Why? I don't know. I thought, like,. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I it was cool. I understand it's a statement piece and it's a political piece and you don't sure. go there to laugh. Yeah. But I'm, what, it came out, what year did Wally come he had, out? He had a very interesting relationship with the girl robot. Yeah, crazy what happens with robots. Yeah, the girl robot definitely had the upper hand there, which was I'm sure. pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care enough. But we're talking about Walt Disney World. We're talking about Mickey Mouse. We talked about Mickey Mouse in places that Mickey Mouse shouldn't be. Yeah. Let's keep it going. We talked about yep, yep. Dump that little part. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how Mickey Mouse appeared on South Park. Yes, he did. A couple times. Couple times. So he appeared on South Park, famous Comedy Central show. Mm-hmm. The first time he appeared in the show, though, was not in his own physical self. He was drawn by one of the characters. Oh, I like it. Do you have any inclination what I'm going to, what. Which character might, was it drawn by? No, what okay. the drawing was of. Oh, n- oh no, Thank I don't have goodness, any goodness, because I was a little scared. No, I thought you were going to say who drew it. No. Huh. So, so, what Mickey Mouse was drawn, and that was his first appearance in South Park. What was going on in the picture? Okay. A, Mickey Mouse has a ginormous Mondo Dong. Ooh. B, he was the dom in a BDSM relationship with the Jonas Brothers. C, regular old Mickey Mouse. Or D, none of the above. My feelings here is uh, regular Mickey Mouse seems interestingly not correct. I think it was definitely one of them. 
B, I'm not feeling. A, m- huge Mondo dong could be what... I'm going to say it was Stan who drew it. It wasn't. Was it Kyle? No. Cartman? No, it's not a main character. Damn. Okay, so that's shot. That's also not part of the question. Yes. So I'm going to say... Mickey Mouse was drawn on drawn on the very popular television show South Park first with a dick. A <sighs> Mickey Dicky. A. A is the correct answer. Mickey Mouse first appeared in the episode Eek a penis drawn by a doctor having a giant penis. Whoa. So I get the I get the penis point. Yeah, you get the dick point. Well, who who drew it? Some doctor. Some doctor. It's, it's the episode where they're trying to fucking make a penis on a mouse. Oh, yeah, you, that you know. classic. No, like, it's it's where uh, that teacher, they go back and forth yeah. between whatever. Mr. Garrison, probably. Yeah, or Mrs. Garrison, whatever season you're on. Yeah. Um, Mr. Garrison wants his penis back, so they come up with a plan to grow a penis on a mouse with stem cells and then get it off of there yeah oh, and okay. so they drew mickey mouse with a penis as a <laughs> as a uh a example well that's pretty see that i learned something every day well i'm down a point as is normal with the uh final round you uh, are down a three. point um it- we're going into act two something we haven't done before something we haven't done at all do you want to put a point on the line for our hot shot our Hot Shots golf competition. Yeah. So what we're going to do with Act 2 here... We're going to play for a point? We're going to play for a point. So Okay, what, thank goodness. So we're going to play for a point. So I have one point, and then somebody's going to collect one point in the Hot Shots Golf 4 matchup. We're going to play three holes. Mm-hmm. Score play, not match play. You just do it. All right, three holes, score play, and that will be Act 2. So stick around. Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned. Roaches and Worms, Brickbody Shane Becker, and myself, Toddy Tondera, are about to play three holes of the best golf game on this planet, Hot Shots Golf 4. Now, I will be playing the very bisexual character, Falcon, and Shane, in this up-and-coming matchup, will be playing Ratchet of Ratchet and Clank fame, and starting off... It seems a little fishy here because our caddy is Clank, which you'd think has a great relationship with Ratchet considering they made a video game together. So that's something to think about. Shane also used to be the character Sam, but has since switched to Ratchet. So we're going to play three holes. And at the end of these three holes, whoever has the lowest score is deemed the winner. And they will also be receiving a point towards the episode points. So let's get everything underway. Let's make use of that 20-pound bag of concrete that I randomly found in the backyard. 
<laughs> Let's make use of it. I didn't know that's how you were gonna start this. Yeah. I thought you were just saying it like as a test. Oh uh, no, like, we're gonna te we're testing out a 20 pound bag of cement I found in the backyard, which is holding up the mic stand. It has so much dirt on it. It has so much dirt on it, and it's on the floor. Um, so where do we want to go? We're going to Aloha Beach Resort. Aloha Beach Resort, which is the second course on Hot Shots Golf 4, where we will be seeing Toddy as Falcon. 18 holes. Ah, he just got it. Mm -hmm. We'll just do the first three. Yeah. Falcon got a new outfit. Falcon got a new outfit. Ratchet. Looks like a cat. You're smarter than I thought. He's, you're smarter than I thought. So Shane, Shane will be playing as Ratchet, and Clank will be our caddy, and I will be you have made Falcon. Uh, who presumably bisexual Falcon. <laughs> he just got a new outfit. He's a presu presumably bisexual character. Uh, he has some of the most non. Like some of the like, like they're, the taunts in this game are terrible. Yeah. Very racist and sexist sometimes. Yes. Uh, his are the least. Yeah, his are oppressive. the least. His taunts are the least oppressive, but they do have some gay stereotyping in there. Um, so we are on hole number one, par four. I'm about to hit my first. Three hundred eighty-six yards over the ocean. I'm gonna go. I'm afraid I'm gonna hit this in the water, so it's gonna go. Wind is ripping left. And he hits a fine shot. Alright. Shot number one off the tee from Falcon. It's over. It's good. Okay, fair. It's it's in the fairway. Shane will be now driving. 57 yards away from the hole. Let's crank up with a power shot, huh? What do we say? Yeah. Oh, Shane That's misses. In the water. Shane misses on the first shot. That's in the water. Oh, it's not in the water. It made it over, I think. Oh, oh it's perfect. Perfect shot. So in I, fact, better than mine. I shanked it. So what happens in this game is you have a little yeah, area awesome. where you can hit it perfectly fine, and then a little t bigger, tiny red area where you shank it left or right. We shanked it left. Yeah, but it works. Shane shanked it left because there is a meter, and he went... He missed the meter, so we thought it was going to end up in the water, and it didn't. I'm now shooting my second shot. Wind five miles per hour towards the hole. Um, here I go. Should be fine. Should be short. No, it should be fine. You are going to have like an eight-foot putt. Let's go, baby. That was real short. I felt it in my bones. Too short. Too short. Interesting. So, you're up. Give it a little chip. Saw how yours went. Yeah. Might be too hard. I don't think so because I mine was too easy. So you smashed it, and it is as perfect as you can get. Pin high, hole high. So you're eight feet away. I'm about what twenty feet away. Ooh! So I'm uh, gonna attempt this birdie putt. Uh, the green severely slanting to the left directly in front of me, but then it clears up halfway down the hole. About as fast as it can go. So I'm. Probably not gonna. This will be a birdie putt from 25 feet, and I'm just gonna wing it, folks. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. I think it's gonna be left for a birdie. Way left. Way left. You're no, not way left. Be not terrible. Ball. So this is your birdie shot. If Shane gets this in, he's up one stroke. Real simple. Left to right, boy. It's in the hole. Shane gets a birdie first hole. Another, another one for Team Velvet. 
New pizza. Potter. New Potter. So I, so my putting issues have already come up. We should just only play video games. On air. If this was a virtual putting game, you'd be bad. I'd be terrible at it. I so, think my putting is pretty okay. So Ratchet is up uh, one under par to even par. And obviously in golf you want to have the least amount of strokes. So Shane is up after one hole, two laps. We have ripping wind right at the hole. We have a 17 yard downhill. 188 par three. 188 yard par three. You gotta think hole two. This hole's 188 yards, you gotta play like 155. You gotta think. Something like that. We'll come over here and do the right a little bit. How do you feel about that one? Uh, it might be a little long. Ball's in the air. Shane's right tee on shot on, on hole two. It's a little long. It's a little long, but I'll tell you what. Oh, it slowed up a bit. That's a really hard... That's a, that's a hard... That the, There is two opinions here. One opinion is that was a great shot. Another opinion is just average or below average because it ended up in the rough, but you are only four foot away from the I, hole. It probably like six. It, the hole's in the back right corner of the green. Yeah, so I I think that was a pretty good shot here. You have about a yard behind that hole and a yard to the right of that hole to hit the green. Yeah. So let's uh let's get to it. Let's get to it. I gotta say, way too hard in my mind. Well, I hit it way too easy the for other time. This is just gonna go on me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm further away. I'm but you're, it's the same lie essentially because it's a chip. Uh, so I'm up again. My second stroke on this par three. I have um, I'm in the rough. My ball is gonna go to the left when I hit it. So I'm gonna try to chip it onto the green here. And this is not looking good. Wind at me. Four miles per hour. Nine yards away. Let's see. Yeah, you might be fine. I might be over the hole. Stay on target. Oh! Oh, I slammed it. Rolled about six inches from the hole. No, this is something here. So I did not get that in. I'm nine feet away. Shane with his second shot. If he makes it, he does birdie and will defeat me on this hole as well. I don't think I've ever had a chip this short in this game in my life. I'm three yards away. Three yards, but you got to chip it. Because I'm in the rough. 3.8 yards, so four yards. That's gonna suck That's eggs. That's gonna suck eggs. Why did you do that? Because I didn't want to hit it too hard. If I hit that too hard, I'm fucked. That was insane. That shot you took was the, one of the worst shots I've seen you take. And you are very good. I'm gonna amplify this because we're on the podcast. Well, no. It, it was bad. Hurt you. I have never seen you misjudge something like that. I was afraid of hitting it way too hard. I've not seen a misjudged hit like that from you. I've seen Fair. worse shots, but you're usually the analytics guy. All right, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna right at the hole, right at the hole, right at the hole, uphill, four par, and I make it. Could be huge. Could be real big here. Shane will have not to... Not an easy putt, not an easy chip. So Shane is now 2.5 yards away from the hole, and he will be chipping it, and this will be for par. I want to putt this. I'm not on the green. Okay. I'm, in, I'm on the fringe, so that's why I can chip it. I want to putt it. He's going to putt it from the fringe. Seven feet away, that'd be the dumbest chip of my life. 
This is a hard putt. It's a hard putt. It's very right. It's left. a very hard putt. And the ball is off. Where is it going to go? In the Let's hole! In Shane switches from chipping it to putting it and puts it in the hole, which makes him at one above me still. And we may remember that is the shot of the game. It's... Now we're on a par five. We're on a par five, and this is what's going to end it. So this, Shane is on. up a stroke. Let's have a moment of silence as the plane passes over. And let's get back to golf. Let's get back to it. So there was a plane flyover that we wanted to take a moment of silence for. So Shane is up first here. Par so we, five. We play this hole every time. It always goes in the rough on the drive. It didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's all I had to say. I was gonna say we always hit this one in the rough on this hole, and this may be just that. So, I didn't hit that poorly. So Shane just teed off par five, third hole, 518 yards away. He shanked it a little bit, and it does roll into the rough. But we shall see where his lie is, and not it's just a—it's just about where the ball usually lies. It is very hard not to get it, not to hit in the rough here. It's very hard to do. So, um, I'm going to try to do it, and my shot's up. And I will be joining him because I had shanked mine as well. Yours is a little bit less bad, though. You still are probably in the rough. I might be behind a tree, though. Uh... Yes, I'm oh. directly behind a tree. Okay. I think you can leave that out right and you'll be fine. I'm directly behind a tree. I'm hitting seven iron out of the rough. 231 yards away. I can't even get to the green, so I'm letting This go. is not looking good for me again. It's not looking good for either of us. Same I hit Shane's it right. second shot up the hill. Straight it's, right. It went straight right, and it goes from rough to rough. I'm playing safe ball here, though, because I'm yeah. up a stroke. Ooh. You're not directly behind the tree. I'm not directly behind the tree, so this does give me a little bit of hope here. Put it in post, do a little sound effect. We have a tree alert. Alright. So, let's make it through our first tree alert. Alright, I'm just going to go for it. I might hit the tree, I might not, but I'm just going to go for the green. I'm not going to go for the green, but I'm going to go try closest to the green because, again, you are winning by one stroke. You've got to be aggressive. Yes, if we tie on this hole, if we tie on this hole, you still win. So I'm going to have to go for it. And I do. Let's see what it turns out to be. I did not hit the tree. Ball's in the air. Sand. Sand. Bad part of it, too. easy sand, either. Not bad part of the sand trap. Bad part of the sand trap. So I kind of got to biff this up there. Yeah. No wind, really. No. Right to left. I, I'm in the rough. The meat meter's not liking it. Ooh, that might mean, be an ender, folks. That might be a game ender with this shot. That it might looked be a perfect. Ender. And that will end it. Way short. No, never mind. Having a 35 yard putt. Yeah, but you have a I'm chance. in this. Look, okay. So I'm in the sand, all fault of my own, and my ball is going to curve severely left when I hit it. Um, it's on a 14 degree angle, and I basically have to get this in to win the game. No. Yes. I'm going to two putt probably. I'm 35 yards away. I'm gonna get a par on this hole. Yeah. If you can one putt this. So if I get this shot, you get onto it close the green, and you tie the whole game. All right. If, well, you, if it happens that way. Yeah. Let's see if it happens that way. 
No. Uh oh. So I biffed it. Uh, we might come back for you. I biffed it. You might have a chance at having an insane putt to win it. You are improving. Tie it up. That's if I don't think this. about it. Just swing. Wow. So Increase the shot the that I needed to I save my life, I just right. did, and it was below average. So it looks like Shane will be winning this. You don't know that yet. You can get a great putt, and I don't know if I'm going to make this. This is a Shane birdie putt. 36 feet away, uphill foot, left or right. Shane's, Shane's birdie putt that. here. If he gets this, he seals it. If he misses it, he still probably wins. Ball is off, rolling towards the hole, and it looks like it's gonna go to the right. Not a bad putt, but in a situation like this, I eh. can make that shot. Oh wow! Increase the velocity. The so I, I mean, I'm not saying this to jinx you. Yeah, but so what we're looking at here, folks, is my birdie putt. If I get this ball in, if I take a fourth stroke here and this ball goes in, I go to one under par, which Shane is also one under par, and it will tie it. If I miss this shot, I still have a chance for a par to tie Shane on the hole, but of course, if I tie Shane on the hole, I lose because he's up one because of that magnificent putt from the last one. So I am 28 feet away, and I have a just slightly sloping to the right um, so I'm going to have to just figure this one out, just a roper to the finish line here for me. And I shot it. It's going to be short. Is it going to be short? It's going to be short. Is it going to be short? It is, oh my god, I'm going to rip off my ears. <laughs> this is an easy putt, regardless. I missed it. I have five feet, I'm six feet away, left, right to left. I missed it. <laughs> I don't care what this is. I I'm missed scared it. if I miss this. And Shane takes it. Take no, Shane takes it. Close enough. Shane takes it. New putter. So I will be shooting my shot here for par. But again, I needed to win the hole to beat him, and I do not. So I will get a par, and Shane will get the actual two point for my shot. Wow. So that's it. That's it. So as we know, at the end of every game of Hot Shots Golf 4, it brings you to a screen with a lighthouse. Yeah. And in fun font, it'll say, good job. The good job lighthouse, they call it. And they say, some say, it's been legend for real forever, that the good job lighthouse is for the person that wins. And I am proud to take home the Good Job Lighthouse today. He will get the Good Job Lighthouse. You cannot look at the Good Job Lighthouse if you do not win the game. The Good Job Lighthouse picture that shows is just for the winner. Um, so that will be it for us for Act 2. Uh, we're going to be jumping into Act 3. Shane with one point via Hot Shots Golf 4. And me with one point via Act 1. On to Act 3. Uh, welcome to my soup store. What kind of soup can I get you? Vegetable soup. What kind of vegetable soup, sir? We have tomato, we have carrot, we have minestrone, and we have a vegetable soup, sir. I'll take the minestrone. Would you like that with or without noodles? Noodle With noodles. Would you like that with or without beans? Uh, with beans. Would you like that with or without tomatoes? No tomatoes. All right. So I have one order for minestrone soup. 
yes noodles yes beans no tomatoes does this cr- uh finish your order sir yeah nothing else all right that'll be nine hundred dollars and 37 cents in thailand whatever money they have which comes out to about nine dollars and 36 cents in u.s uh, so you're already working on your new job sir we don't we don't accept uh cash here uh we're actually experiencing a chain shortage we're only taking card. Is that okay? Oh, I thought you were going to say we're only taking quarters. No, we're only taking card. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right. This is your number. It's number three. When you hear number three, come up and get your mini I start screaming. Soup. I go, ah! No, you just come up and get your soup. It's ministerny with noodles and beans and no tomatoes. Cool. I don't see any sign that says I can't scream. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Back live here with Act 3, Toddy and brick body Shane Becker. Um, so that is the second video game in, uh, what, two to three weeks? Three weeks? Yeah. Uh, the second video game in three weeks that you defeated me at live on the show. Yeah, this time it was for something. It was worth something. Hey, you had the right idea. You said, you know, I'm not going to work for free. I'm going to win I'm this game. I'm sick of it because this is the third game we've played where none of us gotten points for winning something. So you got a point. Um, so what I would have to say about uh, your golfing there, um, you had misjudged a shot there on two, terrible misjudge, and then the next shot that you had literally, in my opinion, won the game for you. Big putt from not the green. Um, and then I had a long putt, which was, you got to assume, the same difficulty, if not a tiny bit easier than the one you were doing. I'm going to say it was much easier. It and was just uphill and, and a little bit to the right. And I did not – I was uh, I was like a half a foot short. In Toddy's defense, it is hard to gauge the speed of putts sometimes in that game. So I lost. So, But I may have lost that. But it's the whole game's up for grabs. The still. whole game is up for grabs it's because one. it is 1-1, one, one, and we have one more question for each other in vintage versus modern. Vintage versus Modern. Now, for new listeners to the show, Vintage versus Modern, we take one, each of us takes one of the objects from the curated thrift hall, whether it be a modern piece or a vintage piece. We find its counterpart on eBay.com, the website, get those two values, and ask the other person which has a higher value. And if they get it right, they get a point. So we are at one point each. We could right now. We could uh, we could elect to we could elect to put our points up for grabs here. Are you going to keep your one? Or are you going to put your one on the line? I know you're going to put your one on the line. I didn't say I was or wasn't. Have you received a series of losses recently that you're kind of double thinking that strategy? Uh, I have won big and lost big in that I have I've scored four points in one episode. I think wins matter, points don't. I'm not going to put it on the line. All right, then I won't put it on the line. Wow. Fine. Okay. Fine, I won't put it on the line. That's fine. All right, so I'll ask you the first question. So earlier in the show, earlier in the show, one of my pieces was a 1996 Tokyo Dome American Bowl hat, uh, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the San Diego Chargers. And uh, that hat I had found... Um, quite some time ago, but that's what I'll be using for vintage. Versus. This is our listing or just a listing that has sold? A listing that was sold of a prior hat. 
Is it the same one as that? Sort of. Yes. So no. It's from the American Bowl '96, but it. But it's not the same design. It's not. No, it's bought. never worn with tag. Okay. Go for so it. So dead one. stock. Dead stock. So that had only dead stock. Versus. The modern. Super Bowl hat. This From year. This year. Mm. So modern new era. New era Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl live white hat. Live? Yeah, L I V. Oh, the number. The number. Okay. So we got the American Bowl hat versus the New Era Kansas City Chiefs hat from the Super Bowl that just happened. So vintage with the American Bowl hat versus the modern New Era Kansas City Chiefs hat. What say you? Vintage versus modern. What are you thinking? So I'm at a dilemma here. Um, when we were doing the listings, I was obviously looking at American Bowl stuff. And a lot of the hats were like $14. And so in my mind right now... I'm thinking, oh, this could be $14, or it could be more, way more. And on the flip side, like, the Super Bowl, the new one, I'm thinking, oh, it's a newer hat. It's from this year's Super Bowl. It's relatively recent. They could still have, like, New Era's eBay account selling it for $44. Right. But it could also be 25 so, right. like, I'm in a weird crossroads here where I'm thinking the opposite directions could, about both. Could, yeah, both hats could go for quietly in the night for cheap or... Quietly in the night for a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Vintage versus modern. This is the worst time I've ever had thinking about something on this show. Because wow. I want to win the game. Yeah. Um. I'm going to trust my gut. And I did that already this episode. I really don't think it matters at this point. I think that I'm going to bank on the American Bull hat being around like $16. Yep. And I'm going to bank on the Super Bowl hat to be going for less, but still more expensive at like $28. $28. So I'm going modern. So you're going modern 28 versus yep. the vintage 16 Got it. So I will say that the uh, modern hat, that you said was more money, I will say the price for it, the price point which it sold for, is twenty three ninety nine. Okay, so it was like a little bit more than I expected. Um, but you did pick modern. Yes. So are you still hopeful that that I mean, could I said be modern is like twenty eight. So yeah, I guess. The vintage. Chargers Steelers nineteen ninety six American football bowl hat. Thirty five dollars. 35 bucks. Folks, fans of uh, Fourth from God, Brick Body Shane, um, I can't remember the last time we got a point in the final round. 35 bucks. But uh, a 30, I, $35 is more than twenty three ninety nine. I know. I'm saying thank you to my fans for supporting me through all the years. <laughs> you did I'd not like get to this. say, wait, what? I said modern. Yeah, and modern is cheaper. You're going to, you want the one that's more expensive. The Dude, one more wait, hold the phone. I thought you said that you introduced the vintage first. What are you talking about? I am lost in what you're talking about. Folks, so I uh, said vintage versus modern. Yeah, I thought you the American bowl hat is vintage versus the modern. And I thought you said the American the American bowl hat first. What does that have to do with literally the answer to? You the said twenty three dollars first, so I thought no. you were talking about the American bowl. No. So you're not talking about me going first. I had introduced 
vintage versus modern. I gave you the vintage hat. Then I gave you the modern hat. And then you should you give me the vintage modern. price and the no, modern price. you then had picked modern. You picked the new era Kansas City Chiefs. So you City said Chiefs, the modern? And then I said that so the new era Kansas City Chiefs hat that you're, we're going after is twenty three ninety nine, And right. I said for that, it would have to be greater than the vintage. <sighs> and then the vintage was 35. Fans of uh, Shane Becker. What a collapse there in the ninth inning. I wouldn't say that's a collapse, folks. I feel bait and switched. I don't, um, be- I don't believe that at all. Well, so I didn't get a point. I no, you didn't point. get a point. You have to get this to win. Uh, that might be a little bit bad. I'm that's sorry. That's fine. Um, so I could tie. Or I can win. Yeah. Um, and I've had the opportunity to tie you in something else today and blew it. My phone's going to die, so let's get this show on the road. Got it. <laughs> oh, that's Throw me the question. Uh, we talked earlier in the episode about the Walt Disney World uh, really weirdly large visor. Yeah. Let's talk about some visors. Okay. I have a vintage Walt Disney World Mickey Mouse hat sun visor strap back cap vintage. Ooh. And for modern, I have a vintage Walt Disney World Epcot Center visor hat. So you did say the modern hat before the vintage hat? No, I didn't. I said the vintage hat before the modern. Okay. The vintage is the Walt Disney World Mickey Mouse hat sun visor strap back cap vintage. Okay. The modern is the... Oh, I accidentally said vintage in this one too. Walt Disney World Epcot Center visor hat. There's no vintage in that title at all. So a modern Epcot hat versus a vintage Mickey hat. They're both they're both visors, but they both say hat in the description. Yeah. Okay, so both visors. Vintage Mickey versus modern Epcot. I'm going to go modern Epcot. And the reason why I'm going to go modern Epcot with this is because there's a ton of Mickey stuff out there. And you just never know what Mickey bills people are going to pay for the Mickey items. But modern Epcot is going to be right front and center. When you walk into Epcot, you're going to see that big circular ball thing. And you're going to be like, this is heaven on earth. I'm going to buy a an exactly $34.99 modern hat. No, take that back. It's going to be $25.99 for modern. And the vintage is going to be $16.99. So in this question here, Shane, I will be choosing modern over vintage. The you're choosing modern. The modern is $23.99. $23.99. The vintage, and what I regret to inform you because you couldn't see it. Yeah. This is a sick visor. Yeah. The vintage went for $35.99. And it's this. Well, it's that. Of course, a <laughs> Mickey Mouse head on a visor. A literal. <laughs> Mickey the Mouse head on a visor. So what this visor is, folks, it says Walt Disney World that it has a giant plush head of Mickey Mouse glued to the visor. Are you looking it up? No, I'm not looking it up. I'm g- and you're on the show today, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so that means there's going to be a bonus Shane round. There's oh shit! There's only, there's only gonna be. <laughs> I a, thought you were price checking me, like you didn't believe me. No, I'm not price checking you. So the only time that we ever break a tie on the show because As there's no we reason should. there should be a tiebreaker. No reason to break a tie. But when Shane is here, we break a tie. So we this each is have. Toddy's gently surrendering finally. Um. So this is we each have one point. Yes. So right now, what we're gonna do for the extra Shane point to see who wins the show, is we're going to pick a random word. Now it's with from a random word generator. In a random word generator. 
I am going to be placing that word selected in the random word generator into eBay. Then I will be filtering it for the highest sold item, and we're yep. going to try to guess that price. So the random closest win, no going over, because that's a dumb rule. Yeah. I love this. The way that you trans the transition right into the overtime round without me yeah. prompting it genuinely makes me th- oh happy boy. that we're friends. Okay, so I have the word. Oh, Jesus. What is it? The word, and I'm plugging it in now. The word, the random word, is buckshot. <laughs> buckshot. So we are going to have to pick the most expensive thing to sell on eBay with buckshot in the title. Can you sell guns on eBay? I don't think. I mean, you Hold probably on. you probably can. Um Well, isn't like buckshot like a type a knife brand? That's no, what that's I think. Ammunition for a shotgun. I understand that, but Hold is on. that not a knife brand? Um I have to figure out how to filter. Okay, filter price. Can you buy guns on eBay? What are you doing? No. Ser- searching for eBay can, on the App Store. Can I buy a gun on eBay? I you can look eBay on eBay if they you could literally go to ebay.com type in gun and if you could This is unbelievable. There's easier ways to figure out if you could buy a gun on eBay. <laughs> um I will say I don't know how to uh filter. Do you want me to help? I don't um sort don't look. S- sort. Best match. Lowest price. Highest price. Ending soon. You ha- sort, sort, bleep, bleep, bleep. sort by highest price, but don't have the sold versions up yet. Got it. And then press sold once we both make our guesses. Got it. Toddy's probably already looking at the answers. No, I'm trying to find where the sold button is. <laughs> so <laughs> I could hit it God. when I need it. Okay. So um, sort, buying format, all listings, best offer. I never do this stuff. High, highest price plus shipping is on. You don't sort. It's The sold items are in the filter section. I'm in the filtered section, Shane. Give me the phone. <laughs> I'm in the filtered section, Give me Shane. the phone. Do you want I'm, me to show you? I'm in the filtered section, All right. Shane. You go to s- show more. Show more. You go to... Show more, he says. Sold items right there. Sold items. Okay. Oh, whoopsies. Okay. Do you think they can sell guns on eBay or not? Yes. Illegally. I don't think so. <laughs> you can't sell guns on eBay. No, of course you can't sell them, but you could sell guns on eBay. Just don't say it's a gun. Shotgun gun. <laughs> on eBay. Highest. I'm just looking up shotgun right now. Yeah, shotgun gun. Look that up on your local eBay. Uh, I don't know if you can sell guns. All right. Well, luckily, that has absolutely nothing to do with what we <laughs> need to find out today whatsoever. It says buckshot. It might be about guns. So, I didn't know the buckshot could be tires, because tires are usually <sighs> more expensive than knives. But they're not more expensive than guns, are they? No. Okay. But you're not buying a gun. What is this with the gun? I understand buckshot is a type of <laughs> ammunition you put in a gun. I understand that. Well, what if someone's selling a buckshot shotgun? I don't know, man. Can you do that? Is I that don't know. legal? I, don't, I am literally not concerned about it. My guess it. is $3,500. $3,500. My guess is f- way more than that. I'm going to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go $6,200. That's not way more. Um, $6,200. So who's ever close 
Who's ever the closest wins the game. So I will hit what sold right items. here. Let me see you do it. Searching. Show. So this is this is top. What's it top? Let me see. Is this what's top? Yeah. Okay. I see? So, so Toddy won. So the most. Face. Let me see the phone. No, not yet. Would you let me finish speaking? <laughs> so the top response when you type in buckshot on eBay, um, you had said what? twenty. $3,500. $3,500. I had said $6,200. So this item for Buckshot, it is. it was sold uh, January, February, March, April, May, June 8th, uh, 2020, for Maxis Mount 764 Buckshot Tires. They sold for $1,271. Brick Body Shane Becker wins at Hot Shots Golf 4 and also wins the episode by getting buckshot right. Wow. So what there we was learned no today. gun concerns. There, there was wasn't. No Why gun... tires? Tires. How big is this tire? It says 35 inches by 12 R22. Yeah. What does that even mean? Big tires. For what? When you say 30 inch rims big, that's 35. That's bigger. Oh, I forget that's what that's what a rim is. Okay, yeah. cool. So we won. So in the end, fans of Shane Becker, we do it for you. I do it for you. Toddy just gets mad. Yeah. Um, we did find a use for a 20 pound, 20 pound bag of cemento. We found use for a lot of things today. And we find use for our sponsors every week. Our sponsors. Sea Bears of Bluffs. Bluffs.bandcamp.com, alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons, and also something you've never seen before, the theme to Act 1. Bluffs.bandcamp.com. Also, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. Right now, you go to cwpress.com, promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast. You're going to get a bunch of shirts, and with those shirts, you're going to get 12 in your order for free. And Commonwealth Press is a DIY uh, shirt printing business that started in a basement in the south side of Pittsburgh. And since then, they make mugs. They make stickers, like the thrifty stickers I've been sending out. And they also make shirts. So CWPress.com, Commonwealth Press. Shane, do you have any last words as we head out here um, to actually play, I guess, more Hot Shots Golf 4 after this? Make sure when you're making tomato sauce to add a little bit of sugar because tomatoes are acidic and they're not very good when they don't have sugar. Buckshots aren't just for guns. And always wear your seatbelt. Get roached. Well-